righty, here we go. It's episode 24 of At Bet Parks Presents, the OG's podcast. It's Harry Mays, Jason Martinez. What's going on, Harry? Hey, man, a lot, of, a lot to get to this week on the pod. Of course, a lot's happened with the uh, 76ers. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles schedule is out. We got to break that down. And just, uh, just a wild weekend in the NHL and NBA playoffs, including, uh, you know, we got a big golf tournament this week. I know I got a pick for that. And uh, a whole lot more. Yeah, it's insane what's going on right now. Like, people say it. I see the tweet all the time. Different people tweet it out. The best two words in sports, game seven. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And we had a plethora of them. I was putting some plays out. I hit both of them. I hit the Calgary game. And I hit the the Rangers prior to that to come back from that 3-1 right on the Bet Parks app. And damn it, I I had the... the the one game the Rangers Pens I had the three three end of regulation bet oh wow plus eighteen hundred hair jeez yeah and I hit that and the Rangers ended up winning I had them as well uh, you got to check out the new All Bet Parks app Casino and Sportsbook is that is now live uh, you take it from me and Harry it's everything you want in a mobile casino and sportsbook it's right in the palm of your hand it's easy to use it's easy to sign up uh, faster to win than ever before. And right now, all Bet Parks users, you can still take advantage of this. This is new and existing users. Use the promo code Jason750 and get a risk free bet up to $750. So, again, Jason750 uh, for all new and existing users, $750 risk free bet. Terms and conditions apply. So, do yourself a favor download the new Bet Parks app today. You do need to be over 21 and present in Pennsylvania or New Jersey. Gambling problem, call 1 800 Gambler. Yeah, you'll have some plays in that PGA tournament coming up this weekend. Yeah. Uh, going to be a good one down in Tulsa, huh? Yeah, Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's going to be real hot down there in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Southern Hills. Uh, Southern Hills. There's been, uh, man, I think this is going to be the fourth PGA championship to be held there. Or uh, actually, no, the fifth. It's going to be the fifth. They've actually had four already. Tiger Woods won it back in 2007. And they've also hosted three U.S. Opens at this place. So this is a really steeped in tradition uh, venue, Southern Hills is. And it's known for, you know, specifically known for their crazy, you know, super fast and undulating greens. So I'm going with one of the best putters on tour. And there's still some pretty good value here at the Bet Parks app for one Patrick Cantlay at plus 1800. Wow. Scotty Scheffler is the hottest player on tour, and he's the favorite at plus 1,100 on Bet Parks. John Rahm uh, follows at plus 1,200. Then they put Rory McIlroy in there because he's always just capable if he can put four rounds together of, of torching the field. He's plus 1,400, and then comes Cantlay and Spieth at plus 1,800. So I'm going to ride with Cantlay. You, you see any value in Kepka at plus four Gs, Harry? Well, he withdrew last week. I, I was yeah. on him at plus 3,500 prior to last week's tournament because I'm thinking, you know, that's a tremendous value. You're never going to get kept at a number like that in a regular tournament. Uh, so I took it, and then he withdraws. And there was no reason given for the withdrawal. So I don't know if he's hurt, you know, if he's battling some sort of back issue, knee issue, whatever. He's had some injuries here these last couple of years. So I'm going to probably stay away from him. Okay. Yeah. Um, what about, uh, I know Tiger, I was looking at some stuff from his practice round, and of course the crowds are out for his practice oh, round. Yeah. But I saw this video on Twitter of him 
uh, navigating a very steep incline at Southern Hills Hair. Yeah. And they say that he looks great, far better than he looked physically mm. uh, when he was down in Augusta for the Masters. Well, you know, he's plus 7,000 on Bet Parks. I mean, you might as well throw a little or something on old Tiger Woods. Oh, my Woods. God, the pen I mean, yeah, I mean, I think he finished runner-up here in the U.S. Open back in 2001 when Goosen won it. And then, of course, he wins the PGA in 07. So this golf course is a course that he's he's had some great success on. Why not? Plus, when are you ever going to get a player like that at that kind of number in a major championship? You might as well throw 10 bucks on it, right? Yeah, with how sports are going right now, with all these game sevens and overtimes and craziness, why yeah. not? It's, it would be the biggest story of the year in sports, in my opinion. Oh, no doubt about it. I mean, you know. The biggest story of last year, or one of the biggest ones, was Phil Mickelson winning the PGA Championship yeah. at the age of almost 51 years old. And now he's not even in this year's, which is another big story. But yeah, if Tiger went on to win that, because uh, then that would throw back the whole Jack Nicholas, you know, majors yeah. uh, record. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, puts he wins it in play another, again. Yeah, I mean, he puts it in play again, you know, for, for old Tiger. So, you know, plus 7,000, you can't resist that. And Phil, of course, withdrew from this one. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're going to see Phil again this year. I think we'll see him at some point this year, um, but I don't know when. Uh, and a break I don't in know your if schedule be... at his age is not good, Har. What's that? A break, a break in your schedule? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. Well, you know, it's a self-induced break, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, who knows? Uh, he might be playing in these live golf events that you know the the Saudi-backed league. Even though the PGA Tour did not grant any player a release, I still anticipate some players playing regardless. And there's going to be lawyers, and it's going to be a big mess. Oh, Andrew Brandt must have tweeted that out. There will I, be lawyers. Harry. He actually, he did. I I get Andrew's newsletter every. Oh, week. Is that right? Oh yeah, he's great. He's all. We used to love him when he was on the show. We get him on uh, quite regularly, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, his favorite song, of course, is Warren Zevon's "Lawyers, Guns, and Money." <laughs> Philadelphia product. <laughs> I love that song. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I, I caught a ton of shit for a tweet that I put out. Oh, no. This guy had tweeted out, NBA Slime, uh, tweeted out the Sixers, what they've done over the last five years in the playoffs. In 2018, lost in the second round. 2019, lost in the second round. 2020, in the Orlando mm-hmm. bubble, lost in the first round, swept. 2021, lost in the second round. Of course, this year, lost in the second round. So I tweeted out, you can't lose on purpose for four years in pro sports and not pay the price from the sports gods. Mm. The Sixers pissed on the sanctity of sport. And this is how the sports karma, this is the sports karma they earned. Yeah. Sucks. And That's people, a great tweet. Yeah. I thought it was a great tweet too, but a lot of people apparently hired do not believe in sports karma. And to mm. them, I say, did you ever play sports? Yeah. I mean, I, I believe in the sports gods. I definitely do. And you know, you, you said it very well with that, uh, that tweet. And this is this is not only this is beyond a trend with the 76ers as an organization. I mean, they haven't advanced past the second round since 2001 when they went to the finals with Allen Iverson. So, I mean, the the process ended up being an abject failure. I totally agree. And people go, well, they didn't let Hinky finish it. And that's why they brought in Colangelo. But (laughs) I mean, the idea was to get top talent at the top of the draft. Right. And you got one guy. Right. In all those drafts. Yes. From MCW to Nerlens Noel to Jaleel Okafor to Embiid to Markel Fultz, uh, Ben Simmons, all of that. You ended up with one guy. You probably would have found a guy 
you know, it had you drafted four or eight and you weren't didn't do the process, kind of like the Celtics with Tatum. Right, right. Right. Well, yeah, that, that's a, another guy that they should have had. Ex- yeah. I mean, yeah, they get Fultz instead of Tatum. And it's yep. and, you know, they move up and yeah. trade with them. <laughs> yeah. And end up with Fultz and they get Tatum. And now look, they're moving on to the conference final out of the Celtics. Yeah. I love watching that team. Uh, that Heat Celtics series is going to be Oof. great. And you make, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, what'd you make of uh, Jimmy Butler walking off the court down in Miami? He said, Tobias over me. I love Jimmy Butler. I always so, have uh, <laughs> since before he was with the, uh, the Sixers. And I wanted him, you know, when there was rumblings about them, you know, going after him, I'm like, let's do it, man. The guy's got teeth in his stomach as yeah. uh, John Chaney would say, man, he just, he's such a competitor. He raises his game in the playoffs and, you know, he holds other teammates and coaches accountable. And I just love that kind of a player. He's an alpha, and mm-hmm. he does not cower at the big moment. He relishes it. Right. I mean, I mean, he yeah. really seemed to indicate that he would love to come back here. Well, <laughs> he loves it in Miami, though, too. Um, yeah. But he loves Joel Embiid, and he loves yeah. this town. You know, he loves this sports city and the fans. He he likes playing here. So you yeah. know, we often hear about the opposite with athletes, or at least we we think that that's the pervasive thought. But a guy like Jimmy Butler, you know, he 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 loved that because that's sort of the way he's hard on himself. And, he, you know, when the fans are hard on the players, when, when they're underperforming, he gets that. Yeah, it's to me, the biggest problem with guys like Ben Simmons is an, mm-hmm. a lack of accountability. Yeah. You know, you have to have self-accountability and Butler's Butler's harder on himself than any fan base could be on him. Yeah. Um, you know, what do you do about Harden here? Because Barkley said if they sign him to a max extension. He's got the one-year opt-in at 40 or $45 million coming if he decides to stay. But, I mean, you cannot extend this, guys. He said it would kill the Sixers for 10 to 15 years. That might be a bit dramatic. but Yeah, I, I agree with Charles about extension. I mean, I you know, it, hopefully he opts in for the one year and you go one more year and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like $47 million or something like that, which is absurd. Uh, but the, the NBA is absurd uh, with all their money. But – um, the, the other, I I'm okay going one more year with James Harden and see, you know, what kind of shape he comes in and you know what they can do. Um, but doc rivers to me, I'm hearing he's going to be coming back. I don't, I, well, Daryl Moore gave with, him the vote of confidence. I know. Harry. I saw that. I saw that. That could be the dreaded vote of confidence though. Cause we know when a GM says that it doesn't mean shit all. Well, that's, that's true. And I know doc <laughs> thinks he's done a fantastic job. Yeah. He's got uh, a lack of accountability, at least publicly, doesn't he? Yeah, really. Him and Eskin going at it. Yeah, exactly. How'd you think you did? (laughs) (laughs) You can write what he's telling Eskin. You can write what you're going to write. I'm like, Howard hasn't written shit in 40 years. Well, he said, I don't worry about my job. I think I do a terrific job. That's a quote from Doc Rivers after the games. (laughs) But did you see about Embiid? Embiid kind of, he took ownership of it. It's like, you know, everybody wants to look at the coach or the front office. You know, sometimes it's the players. Like, we we, we need to play better. Yeah, the players so, play. Yeah. I totally agree with him there. Maybe and, we're co- just not good enough, he said. Yeah, they're not. And I, that, I think that's a correct assessment. They don't yeah. have enough depth. They don't have yeah. enough players to compete at the, the highest of the level in the NBA to win a championship. And yeah. Look, I don't know who what they can do, you know, all the trade scenarios and, you know, oh, we'll trade Thibel and we'll get, you know, Steph Curry. You know, th- those people are putting that bullshit out there. It's never going to happen, but I don't know what they can do moving forward. I really don't. But the, the process to me, 
like you said, was an abject failure. Yeah. Because now, it didn't work. And there's another, some guy tweeted me and goes, well, didn't the Warriors do that? I go, no, dude, look it no. up. They, look at the draft pick. They got Draymond Green in the second no. round. Yeah, they didn't lose intentionally. No. You know, no. And, then, you and know, do, they got Curry was, I think, what was he, maybe the 11th pick in the draft? Yeah. 10th or 11th pick? Yeah. Because he was undersized. And a lot of people, you know, at the time doubted whether he could take the the grind of the NBA season. And, of course, we know how that worked out. Yeah, um, one of the greatest players of all time. <laughs> yeah. Now, you know, as far as, you know, Doc Rivers, we, we talked about this last time that he left Joel Embiid in a, in a blowout game and then he ends up, you know, getting hurt. Did you know John Barr, who we know from ESPN, local guy, actually lives locally here, does a really good job of reporting. He's one of the few left at ESPN that still is a reporter. Mm -hmm. um, he put out a tweet a couple of days ago, and I retweeted it. In our recent report on Doc's decision to keep Embiid in the game against the Raptors, which enabled the injury, ESPN Stats and Info came up with this gem. In the last 25 years of regular season and playoff games, 25 years, NBA teams leading by 25-plus points with five minutes to play, are 3,969 and zero. Holy. So there's almost 4,000 cases where that's occurred and no team has ever lost. Wow. And you got, <laughs> and you got this guy in the game that means everything to your team. Right. That, right. See, that's what with, a, with an injured with. thumb. And yeah. then he gets a fractured face and a yeah. concussion. Okay. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. That would and, be like, Hey Doc, we're going to assess your season. We're going to have our end of season debrief, mm -hmm. and I have that that tweet printed out <laughs> on the table. I thought that was a beauty. Now that's reporting, right? That there. is. You know, See, that's going deep. to the next level. Digging deep for data, and and I know you know the, they came back and played great in games three and four, and Harden played wonderful wonderfully in game four. And you're thinking, man, all right, now you know we're back. And if you're thinking Embiid's going to be, you know, fired up because he, he didn't win the MVP. Well, he ends up moping and he had bad body language throughout the game, uh, you know, got banged up again in game in game five. And I thought that the team, they take their cue from him. Yeah, OK, he's the guy. And, and Barkley pointed that out, too, on the uh, I forget if it was the halftime or the postgame show. And I totally agree with it. He was a mope for those final two games mm -hmm. and they look flat and they just look totally disinterested. See again, another tweet that I put out that I caught a lot of shit for, mm -hmm. and I wasn't saying whether I agree with it or disagree with it, but I was just saying, if you believe that he was moping because he didn't win the MVP and that then affected him in a playoff game that they needed to win. And you, so you believe he was the MVP and you believe that he moped then that's not an MVP because that's a contradictory behavior mm -hmm. to a most valuable player, an right. individual award affecting your performance for your team. And you're totally right. He's the leader. He's yeah. the one that is. all those young guys look at and they go, if he's panicking, we're panicked. Yeah. He's got to be cool under pressure, confident, and that projects onto everybody else on the team. Well, yeah, and even one of the other older guys of Harden, you know, like totally you got you got to hold Harden accountable. You got to be you got to be engaged in the game. And not moping around, or that guy's just gonna, he's just gonna, you know, check out. And he did check out. He didn't even take a field goal attempt, I don't believe, in the second half of yeah, game did. six. Yeah. His last bucket or attempt was with like two or three minutes left in the first half. Yeah, that's not, Come that's on. unacceptable. Totally unacceptable. Total no show. 
in yeah, those I, final two games. Yeah, I don't know where they go. I don't have a lot of hope for them. I, I really I don't, don't. don't either. I don't I mean, either. If the process is, you know, if the what the process wanted to accomplish is that the, you care about the team mm-hmm. and you're, you know, you're tuned in and all that stuff, that worked. Yes, it did. Because yeah. they're the great tease. Right. Yeah, they they're really kind of like the Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> well, that's the other thing, man. Did you? I saw this video of uh, after losing Game Seven uh, to the Tampa Bay Lightning, which now keeps in play a three-peat possibility. Yeah. Uh, for Tampa Bay in the Stanley Cup, uh, Maple Leafs fans fighting one another in the concourse. It wasn't much of a fight. It was a lot of missed uh, swinging and misses, and a lot yeah, of guys lot of rolling makers. rolling around on the floor in their uh, in their nice blue maple leaf sweaters uh but man you talk about just ineptitude with an organization that is like probably number one in hockey yeah i mean mean, right you'd be better to tell me uh but the toronto maple leafs are canada's team right yeah they i mean they are the the hub right of the nhl in canada and put it this way the the leafs in toronto are like the Eagles in Philly times 10. Mm-hmm. Like they talk about the Leafs like every day of the year. Right. And the disappointment, I mean, they haven't won a cup higher. They have 13 cups in their history, yeah. but they haven't won one since expansion. 67, 68, somewhere around there. 67 is the last cup they okay. won. The next year is when the Flyers came in. Right, right. 50, whatever, five years ago at this point. And they haven't won a playoff series since 2004. They beat the Sens in seven. Then they played the Flyers in that famous uh, second-round series where the Flyers won in overtime. JR scored that goal when they fished Sammy Kapitan. Mm-hmm. He was concussed, trying to get back to the bench and and that whole team. So they haven't won a, a playoff series since 2004, and they've now lost six in a row with this core, with Matthews, Marner, and all these guys. It's unbelievable. Yeah, they haven't won a series since 04. The drought includes seven straight lost series dating back to 2013, highlighted by six one-and-done exits in the last six years. And the Leafs have 10 straight losses when facing a chance to close out a series. Yeah. The list includes a blowing a 3-1 series lead to the Canadians of all teams back in 2021. And you'll never forget the one uh, where they blew the three-goal lead in the final awesome. nine minutes of Game 7 against the Bruins in yep. 2013. Wasn't that the Thomas was the goaltender for the Bruins, and they went on to win the Cup? Well, 2011 is when the Bruins won the Cup oh, with, okay. with Thomas. 2013 was actually with Rask. Oh, Tuca. Okay. Yeah. And, okay. Uh, yeah, My they bad. came back in that game, and, and they've just – I mean, they seem like a cursed organization. And it's, Amazing. What an amazing series it was. Like, I look at that team and I go, I mean, what else are you going to do? I mean, everybody's going, you got to blow it up. You got No. I mean, they were a great team. That that mm-hmm. series was on a razor's edge. Right. <laughs> but Tampa, you know, has now won two straight cups, has not lost a playoff series since being swept by the Columbus Blue Jackets that one year, four games to none. And they're just unbelievable. They're one of the great teams of all time. Yeah. I mean, what a game that was. That was now, compelling. Now, what did you think of the Tavares goal being disallowed because it was of the interference. interference? It was on Justin no. Hall? Yeah. yeah. Blatant okay. interference. Like, he okay. steps in. I mean, it's a moving pick, basically. Okay. And then Tavares just, you know, reaps the reward of all that open space right in the slot and buries it. But they, they waved it off right away, and it was a penalty. I totally agree with the call. I think it was, I think it was a good call. You know, Marner's get, catching a lot of shit up there. He had seven points in the series. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, it, two goals, but you know, he had a huge puck off the pad, puck off pass off the pad, off the rump. No, he was on a two on one with Matthews, and he shoots the puck to the middle pad of the goal. Oh, okay. No, he's not going to score, but he's going to get the rebound right to Matthews. Who a juicy him. rebound. Yeah. yeah, they call that a pop hair. Oh yeah, puck off the pad or pass off the pad. Okay, so, so. it's intentional. That's yeah, all yeah. done intentionally. Okay, no, and the goalie can't, can't control the rebound if it's in his in his pads. Right, right. So, uh, yeah, it's amazing. Now, what about the Rangers series, though? Wasn't there oh. a goal that was looked like a high stick? Yeah, that was the Ranger goal. I think it was Gensel kicked it from kicked it in the air, up in the air, even higher, and then he. I thought it was a high stick too. It looked above the crossbar, but they mm-hmm. allowed it. Mm-hmm. I was surprised. But the Ranger, the Rangers come back from three one in that series. Harry. Amazing. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Up to up to nothing in game five to close right. it out. Doesn't do it. Right. In game six, they have a two goal lead in the second period, they lose. And in game seven, they have a three two third period lead and they lose that one in overtime when the bread man iced it. Yep. Uh, Artemi Panarin. And the Penguins now have, have not won a playoff series since the second of their back to back cups. Wow. How about the Zabinajad goal? Ooh, what a I rocket. Mean, dude, that guy. He's one ugly dude, but he can play. He is one <laughs> ugly. Jeez, he could be on an all ugly team. Yeah, if, he's, if, he's we, right if there. we had a slow day to put one of those together, you know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, just unbelievable. And the Rangers move on. Uh, the Penguins. We'll see if that's the end of Crosby, Malkin, and Latang together. Hmm. Crosby will stay, but will Malkin and Latang? They're both the unrestricted free agents. It's uh, wow. Just a, End of an era, possibly here. Very, very much so. Yeah, um, and they they had those two wins in a row where they put up seven goals apiece against the Rangers. Everybody thought, yeah. you know, including us, that the Rangers were dead, and uh, they showed a lot of grit. Yeah, they sh- they hooked Shosturkin two games in a mm-hmm. row. Yeah, unbelievable. Canes ended up beating the Bruins three two. We'll see yeah. if Bergeron's done. Um, the, the Calgary game, the last game seven of the weekend Sunday yeah. night, was outrageous. Jake Ottinger. Holy shit, the dude was unbelievable. 64 saves in the game. He ends up taking the loss in overtime. Yeah. Goudreau beat him, but Jesus. Johnny Hockey with the goal. Yeah, he's yeah. been so good. So, so now you got uh, with the Battle of Florida, don't we? have the Panthers against the Lightning and then mm-hmm. uh, the Hurricanes against the Rangers. And you East. have the Battle of Alberta too, Harry. The oh, Oilers yeah. Edmonton and the Flames. And, and Edmonton and Calgary, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the Panthers Lightning one that'll be interesting. Drew had a good series. He had a great game six. Yep, three points in the game. Uh, had the game tying goal in the third when they're down three two, and then he assists uh, the primary assist on Con- or Carter Verhage's goal uh, in overtime to win it. Yeah, and Drew with a seven point series in six games. Well, yeah, they were on the brink in game four. Could have gone down three one and scored that late goal when they pulled the goalie, and then they never looked back and never lost. That's crazy, incredible. Yeah, it's nuts, and it, the, the playoffs have been so good. It's one of the good things, kind of, with your team out of it. Mm-hmm. You can like, I'm not rooting for any of these teams. I'm just enjoying the level of playoff hockey, right? And it's just so good. Um, Flyers did end up fifth in the draft. With oh the, yeah, with the uh, draft lottery. Can you explain this to me? They had the, they had the fourth worst record in the league, but the highest odds at where they would pick were going to be fifth. At like forty four point nine percent, that makes you're no asking, sense. You're asking me to explain this. Yeah, that I, makes I, no sense. I mean, that's the, you know, what what are we looking at then? As far as, um, let's go mock drafts in the NHL. Oh, I can't wait to hear you pronounce some of these names. 
This will yeah. be great. <laughs> the draft lottery simulator. Yeah, Flyers. Wait. So you're so looking for a 2022 NHL uh, mock draft. Correct. Uh, how about that Logan Cooley? Yeah, he's a Pittsburgh kid, actually. Hire. Okay. Yeah, he's actually committed to playing at Minnesota in college. Yeah. Yep, he's going to go there next so. year, as a matter of fact. Um, he's a really good player. He was the, he's the first high-end product of the Sidney Crosby like whole thing out there where when he came into the league, he created like a youth program, and he's the first product of it. Oh, okay. How about this uh, Juraj Slavskovsky? Slavskovsky. Slavskovsky. Uh, yeah, he is a really good player. He's not. I don't think he's going to be available for the Flyers at five. Simone Nemec? Yep. Is that pronounced correctly? Yeah, you've pronounced it right. All Slovakian. Right. Yeah, they're, they're, that's two Slovakians in a row there. Yeah. And, I, I mean, you could be looking at uh, a guy like Hiracek or you could David look at... David Hiracek. Yeah, yeah, from the Czech Republic. Yep. Um, uh, Joe Kim Kemmel? Maybe. Okay. Savoy's a guy that's a bit polarizing. Like, Craig Button's got him, like, around 16th, and other people have him in the top five. Hmm. Um, he's played in the WHL this year. He's a guy that they may look at. I don't know. It, you got to really dig in these, these, you know, all the different scouts got to give you a good pick here. You got to nail it. Mm-hmm. And while everybody thinks, seems to think Shane Wright's going number one, that may not be the case. So we'll see if Montreal ends up taking Shane Wright. I think they will, mm-hmm. but we'll see if that's the case or not. I'd, I'd love to get Cooley, Pennsylvania kid. Yeah. But I don't think that that's going to happen. All right, whoever you get's not going to be a savior next year. No, there's not that kind of player in the in this draft, right? No, yeah, not even not even that figures. Shane Wright, you know, yeah. It's sometimes it's not that you suck, Har. It's, it's when, when you, you suck. suck. Yes, yeah. yeah. I mean, look at look at like the Penguins. Like they sucked in the early 2000s. They drafted Malkin second. They drafted Flurry number mm-hmm. one overall. Then the league shut down in 04. And then they come back with a, a draft lottery that is basically a lottery because they didn't play that year and they win it and they draft Crosby. Yeah, it's not fair. And look what that did. You know, I mean, yep. the team that came in second in that lottery was the Anaheim Ducks and they got Bobby Ryan. Oh, wow. A, you know, a highly thought of player, but yeah. not Crosby. No, no. I mean, generational talent there in Crosby. Or look at 07. You know, the, the Flyers are in that mix with the coin flip with Chicago. Chicago ends up with the number one pick. They pick Kaner. Right. Going to the Hall of Fame in three cups, and the Flyers get James Van Riemsdyk. JVR, right? Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, nice player, but he's not – He's he's not not, Kaner. No, not at all. And Thinking about Toronto and what happened to them in the playoffs and then looking at what happened to the Phoenix Suns last night. How about Mm. that effort Mm. or lack thereof? I think they would they have like uh, 27 points at halftime or something. They, I mean, they were getting there. They were getting boat raced as Tony Bruno once said. And it started to make me think like they've had a lot of playoff disappointments. They've had a lot of big time teams, uh, including last year, you know, they lose in the finals. Yeah. Uh, they lost in the finals with the Barkley year where they had uh, Kevin Johnson and Marley yeah. and they had a really good team there. They've always come up short Toronto Maple Leafs. There's certain teams that just, underachieve consistently and i started to think about what are some of the teams in all the four major sports that do that i mean obviously in hockey you got to go maple leafs how about the san jose sharks yeah for all those many years where they'd win the president's cup 
yep. and then get bounced in the playoffs. They they haven't won a cup, have they? No, they have not. And they got to the cup final a few years ago. Martin Jones and you know Joe, Jumbo Joe Thornton and mm-hmm. Patrick Marlowe. Thornton yeah. was there forever. I mean, they yeah. had that core that was there forever and Brent Burns and they went to the cup final and ended up losing. Right. But yeah, you're right. There were They were a team that was always like right there, but could never get over the hump. There's a lot of those teams in sports. I mean, NBA, it's the Phoenix Suns and the Utah Jazz. Think yep. of all those years with the Utah Jazz with Stockton and Malone. They yeah. never get over the hump. But then, you know, of recently, they've had really good teams mm-hmm. that play really well in the regular season. They're they're almost unbeatable at home, it seems, every year. And then in the playoffs, they just, they get bounced in the first or second round. Who, who's that in the NFL? Is it the Buffalo Bills? Um, well, the Bills, yeah, were notorious for that with great teams in the 90s. That's a good one. Yeah. I, I'm going to put up the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. I mean, you if you think about this, from 1992 to the present day, two they've had two all-timers at the mm-hmm. quarterback position and have won two Super Bowls and have only yeah. been to three. three. Yeah. That's pretty incredible. I mean, yeah, it is. it's hard to win. I understand all that. But they've had two of the best of all time at the most important position in the sport. And they've come up short. And they've lost a lot of games at home in the playoffs where yeah. you'd think they'd have an incredible home field advantage with the temperature and, ju- you know, just the, the history and the great, you know, crazy crowds that they get. So I put them on that list. I put the Atlanta Falcons in that mix, too. Yeah. Um, the dirty and the bird. Chicago Bears too. I mean, geez, the Bears yeah, since '85. There's the midway and all this crap. Yep. If it weren't for 1985, what would they have? Yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, absolutely we, right. We put our Eagles in there too. Don't get me wrong, but that's the that's an obvious one. Yeah, I mean, but you're right. There's just some some organizations, and then you got a guy like Tom Brady who just piles up championships wherever he goes. Right, right. and he's coming back for another year. Yeah, and like Tampa. <laughs> You know, they're piling them up. They have three cups now since right. 2000. They, they win the 07 cup or mm-hmm. 04 cup. And then they win, obviously, the back-to-back. And now they're going for three in a row. Like, certain cities, like, just seem to to win, win, win. Boston's mm-hmm. that way with the Red Sox and the Patriots yeah. and Celtics. And the Bruins won in 2011. I mean, it's crazy. And then other areas can't get a fucking sniff. No, I know. Uh, baseball it's obviously the Atlanta Braves even though they won it last year I mean that's their only championship since 1995 and over the course of that time frame they've won 19 division championships yeah okay they had the great pitching staffs in the 90s um the the Oakland A's are a team that always manages to get to the playoffs it seems but they Mm -hmm. never get beyond the first round it seems with all that money ball kind of stuff Then the Los Angeles Angels have been a really disappointing franchise with a lot of big names over the years. Trout's made the playoffs one time, Harry. I know, and they've won championship, and that was back in 03, um, you know, when they beat Barry Bonds and the San Francisco Giants. But they they had some great teams in the 80s that would always come up short. Um, So, you know, it's it's kind of fun to look back and think about some of these franchises and all these sports that, you know, just never seem to get it done. Yeah, they just can't get over the top and – you know, you look at some of them too, and some of the great fan bases in sports, like yeah. like in Buffalo, like that that fan base is great for the for the Bills and for oh, the yeah. Sabers, right? Now they're getting a new stadium, apparently. Yeah, is that Rich yeah. Stadium still there? Is that where they play still? Well, they don't call it that, but it's, no. it's named after some company, I guess. But yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, 
So, yeah, I mean, you're right. There's just some programs or some teams that just can't get over the hump. And then you have your teams that, like, perennially just suck in every league. Right. No matter, no matter what it is. They, but, like, you look like the Florida Marlins. Like, they have some World Series championships. Yeah. But when they don't go to the World Series, they, they stink. They beat the Phillies, though. Yeah, they, they always do. To, they seem to always have an advantage over the Phillies. Who, uh, who's who have, the, the worst organization in the NFL? If you look um, across the board, like who's the team? Like you go uh, Jacksonville, Detroit. Yeah, Detroit and Jacksonville are are typically awful. I mean, Jacksonville had a, had a team that got to the AFC Championship a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, but and the uh, Eagles you know, won the Super Bowl, right? And then they had you know a couple of good years under Coughlin, but outside of that, they're they're usually abysmal. We'll see what Doug P uh, has to do, and Dougie P will be returning to the link. On week four, now that the Eagles schedule was announced last yeah. week, week four, Doug P. Yeah. Coming back. How about October that? 2nd. And yeah, the Jacksonville Jaguars come in. Eagles open up against Detroit. In Detroit on 9-11. Yep. And if you're going out there, that's not a great road trip, albeit. But uh, I've heard that they've done some nice things with the city, with the downtown area in the last couple of years. And if you want to go to catch a college game that weekend, Michigan at the Big House oh. hosts Hawaii the day before on the, the tenth, so you could do a little double, you know, double double there. Okay, you can go to Arizona October 9th. Is that, is that a trip that's desirable, Harry? Yeah, that's week five. That's one of the that's one of the few road trips that look juicy to me because I, Indianapolis is a great city for sports. Um, you could go do a double dip there because Boston College visits Notre Dame the day wow. before. Uh, you know, there's a lot of Irish fans here in the Philadelphia area. You, you head out to see the Colts and Frank Reich, um, and you maybe you get uh, you get Notre Dame the day before. So that's not so bad. Chicago they go to, which is a great city, but I don't want to go there when it's cold in December. December 18th. Yeah, yeah they're going there middle of December. Week yeah, fifteen. That, that could end up being just miserable in could. Chicago at yeah. that point. And you're and you're a calendar week out of Christmas at that point, too. True, true. Now maybe you know, these schedules aren't out yet. Maybe the Flyers are out there that same weekend against the Blackhawks, or maybe the Sixers are visiting the Bulls. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, you could do the um, double dip. Need more sports teams in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. You only have the two right now. You know, you need you need to have an NBA team there. Mm-hmm. You got the NH, you got the Vegas Golden Knights, and you got the Raiders. Right. You need more pro sports teams in Vegas because that be because that doesn't matter if there's another team there. It doesn't matter anything. Right. It doesn't matter if your team's good, bad, indifferent. Yeah, maybe the Oakland A's end up there. Who knows? Because they're you know they're still dealing with that stadium issue yeah. uh, where they are. But Dallas Week 16, I like this because. We've always had these Dallas games on in the last week of the season. And a lot of times, you know, one team's already clinched a playoff spot. They don't yeah. want to play their all their starters. And the game ends up being kind of a dud. Uh, but da- at Dallas, week 16, they come to the link on week six for a Sunday night football contest. Eagles are in a lot of primetime games, man. Yeah, they are. I'll tell you, Pittsburgh comes to the link on week eight. Uh, off the, uh, the Eagles are off the bye that week. They have a that bye wins. Week. By week seven. Is that Wentz uh, for Pittsburgh? Wentz. Where's Wentz at now? What? Carson Wentz. <laughs> I know. Now you're making me doubt myself. He's in Washington, man. Oh, that's right. Washington. Yeah. I, wonder, I don't know why I was thinking Pittsburgh. Yeah. And actually, they got uh, they got Washington on Monday Night Football. Yeah. Week 10 at the link. 
Yeah, they get Green Bay on Sunday Night Football at, at Lincoln Link. Financial Field. Yeah, that's week 12. Uh, they get Minnesota week two on Monday Night Football at the Link. A lot of big primetime games uh, at, at home this week or this year. I tell you uh, what, they, I t- who gets screwed here is the exactly. workers that work at the stadium in Dallas. They got to work on Thanksgiving every freaking year. Oh, yeah. And now they got to work Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Christmas yep. Eve at 425. Yeah. Like, Jesus. Yeah, that stinks. That's brutal. Um, I don't even think they should play a game on that on that day. No? No. Why put a You're game out on, on Christmas that? Eve? Yeah, I think that's stupid. <laughs> but what are you going to do? You're going to play on Christmas Day? I guess it's just, and what, what's it, the difference, right? Yeah, it's. I mean, I remember they played Dallas on Christmas Day years ago, and I had to go do the post-game show. Yeah. That was kind know. of annoying. Yeah, you're like, I'm out on this. Yeah. Who's listening? They also have a Thursday night football game on the road, week nine against the Houston Texans. Houston isn't. That's not a great road trip, is it? No, I've been to Houston and I didn't, I didn't particularly enjoy it. I've there been there a few no times for, to for it. games. It's like there's two or three downtowns. It's yeah. so spread out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I would rather, much rather go to Austin. Yes, you know, absolutely. I want to go down there on. in October for the uh, F1 race. Oh, that's, that's right. Circuit of the Americas. Harry. A lot of good live music in Austin. From what yeah, I understand, I think the city limits. Uh, Austin city limits. Yeah. Too. Yeah. 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 Um, or South by South, South by Southwest, I think is the big festival. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you see, so Drew Brees is out at NBC. Yeah. Is he out or is he, is he just pondering? No, I think he's definitely out now. And cause he wanted to do more games. He did not want to do studio and they didn't have a lot of games to offer him. Oh, okay. Frankly, he just wasn't very good. No, I didn't think he was great. He was not one of these guys that translated very well. Uh, from the game to the booth, uh, yeah. not not like a Romo, not like what you know Peyton Manning would if he actually did games. I think he'd be fantastic. But now we got Tom Brady. Eventually, we'll be going over there once he decides to finally stop playing football, and he's going to make thirty-seven and a half million dollars a year. How about that money? Jesus. Yeah. I mean, come on. Hasn't he made enough? Here's here's the Breeze tweet though. See, I don't. He's not out yet. He this says, was prior. I think this is prior to him being out. 16 hours ago, he tweeted this. Yeah. Despite speculation from the media about my future this fall, I'm currently undecided. I may work for NBC. I may play football again. I may focus on business and philanthropy. I may train for the pickleball tour. Wow. Senior golf tour. Coach my kids or all of the above. I'll let you know. How's that for a Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's 43. He's not coming back to play football. His yeah. arm was shot that way. It was. Year. Yeah, it was. Shot. So he's got to move on. He, was just, he wasn't very good at television. And we'll see how Brady is. I mean, I guess Brady potentially. I, I could see Brady going either way, being really good or just yeah. like whatever. Yeah, I don't think there'll be any middle ground. He's either going to stink famously yeah. or he's going to be great. See, the thing about him is, I mean, 30, you're committing that money. The dude hasn't done a single game. Yeah. Gave him he an could offer he dis- could not refuse. Yeah, I mean, he could be a Stan Hockman disaster. <laughs> I mean, crazy just <laughs> if that happened. Unbelievable. Um, so we'll see how that plays out. But um, football at this point is really not even that far away. I mean, we're almost in June, for Christ's sake. I know. Unreal. It is. It is close. I'm trying to find higher. I'm trying to find a good concert to go to this summer. Like, I'm getting into that yeah. concert summer feel. Yeah. I was supposed to go see the Foo Fighters this past weekend. Right. And then 
on at the Starlight Amphitheater in Pittsburgh on May 14th. But that obviously got canceled with the untimely death yeah. of Taylor Hawkins. Terrible. So I, I need some good shows to go see. Hmm. I, gotta, I guess I got to look well, up the, the MMR concert calendar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's left? I mean, I all, all these guys are either like 75, 78 years old, or they're bands that I've never heard of. Yeah. I mean, that's on me. I should be, you know, I, I listen to the Spectrum channel on Sirius XM quite a mm-hmm. bit, and they play some good new stuff. You know, like this band Camp, I kind of like. Camp with a C? Yeah, C-A-A-M-P. I think they put two A's in the, in the word camp. Okay. And they're coming this summer. Uh, to the amphitheater, I think, uh, with another with another act that's pretty good. It sounds like a pretty good show. Like I, I'd be interested in something like that. This yeah, Nathaniel gotta... Ratliff is pretty good too. You heard of him? Yeah, yeah, I've heard that one song that he had. Well, uh, he's got more than one though. Yeah, they're they're catchy. They're good. Uh, what was it? You son of a bitch or something like that? What? I, I forget what the song was. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember. But it was it was a catchy song. Are I can't you see it. already. Are yeah. you? Did you, did you have a concussion over the weekend playing no, hockey? Well, I'm still. I, I think I retired from the last one. Oh, okay. So the Deftones are coming. I'm out on that. Aaron Lewis. I'm out on that. I'm looking at the calendar. I'm just not seeing was much he here. From Stained. Yeah. Yeah. And then he He's, went obviously into a country thing, didn't he? Yep. Didn't he start doing country music? Country and a lot of acoustic acts and stuff like that. Tim McGraw wouldn't be bad, huh? Yeah. May twentieth. That's coming up this weekend. Yeah. At the uh, Camden Pavilion, The Who, May twentieth as well. Wells Fargo. We talked about The Who. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I love still- The Who, but I, I, I'm going to remember The Who the way I want to. I don't want to. I don't want to have anything tarnish it. You yeah. know, to go to that show and have it suck. Man, the MMR barbecue. I don't know who's playing at it, but it's usually one of those, you know, bunch of different bands. So, not Face really Down in the Moment is a big song by Nathaniel Ratliff. Okay. That's a really good tune. Oh, how about May 22nd, Harry? We take a trip up to Reading at the Reverb and the great uh, Jesse James Dupree and the band Jackal are playing. <laughs> Remember that band? He used yes. to break out the chainsaw. Yeah, the chainsaw. Yeah, they were terrible. He cut up Conan O'Brien's desk. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, nine Inch Nails. You have any interest in Nine Inch Nails? You know, I saw or... them. I saw them, but you know, I didn't go to see them. But they warmed up for David Bowie. Oh wow! Uh, one of the one of the times I saw Bowie, I've seen him a few times or saw him a few times. Yeah, and, and they were there. I'm not a big uh, Nine Inch Nails guy. No, I don't love like I respect Reznor a ton. Yeah, and there's a great. Um, song explorer on the song hurt that he did mm-hmm. uh on youtube oh, not on youtube on uh netflix you should watch that show it's like they could deep dive into songs mm-hmm. and but the the type of music doesn't move no how about no. Billy he's, he's done a lot of sign soundtracks that guy yeah Reznor. yeah Billy uh, Bob Thornton's at the Sellersville theater on uh June 2nd really yeah no 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 I'm trying to see if there's anybody else here Tommy James uh I liked I mean, him in Goliath, though the show that he that he oh, he's does. great in that show. He's, he's, he's totally down on his luck, drunk. Oh yeah. So yeah, I'm not seeing anything else that's really popping to me no. here in the next couple of weeks. And you need a good you need a good summer show. To I, go I'm sleep. telling you, the summer shows now are the country acts like the Chesneys and the yeah, you know, the churches and things like that. Man, Brad that's, Paisley, huh? 
Yeah, well, he he he's he not alone is enough for me to go. He'd have to be playing along with a you know another bigger act. Skinner's playing uh, June 11th up in uh, Allentown. Now, how many? What do you have? One surviving member in that no, band? No, there's or? more than that, isn't there? I don't know, man. And there was like 19 guys in that band. <laughs> I mean, and Van Zant's uh, singing, you right. know, the brother. Well, yeah, he's the brother, but he's not. He wasn't part of the original band. No. But he's, he's taken over and reaped yeah. the rewards and been the singer far longer than his brother. Yeah. So um, I, I saw that documentary. That was really good. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah, that's, really that's a good. really good one. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's not much on here that I'm that's really no. moving me on this concert calendar. I mean, I, I gotta, agree. I trim this thing down. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm more intrigued by the the tribute bands like for the, the get the let out tribute band. Oh, yeah. You, you like the tribute band? I've I've seen a few of them. I like them. Yeah. yeah. What's the one, the Pink Floyd one? That's pretty good. Oh, that's um. What's their name? Oh man, I can't. They do the whole light show and everything. I can't yeah. remember their name, but they're they're great. They're pretty popular. Yeah, and they do it as a, the trio. Oh yeah. They they do the actual power tribute. Um, I'm bringing it up because I can, now I got to know. Um, because yeah, they're they're fan. They come to this area all the time. There's mm-hmm. Brit Floyd. That's not the one. Brit Floyd's not the one we're thinking of. No. Um, I'll know the name when you mention it. Yeah. I can't remember. Um, the Machine, no. Uh, I can't remember. I'll figure it out at some point. But it's not for this podcast anyway. All right. Let's tell the people uh, about your PGA play again, Har. Yeah, I'm taking Patrick Cantlay at the PGA Championship this week at plus 1,800 on the Bet Parks app. One of the best putters you're ever going to see in the sport. And uh, that's really what it's going to come down to at this venue. Are you looking at any series plays uh, on any of these NHL second round matchups here? I have not looked at that yet. Um, I you sort like, of who do you like in that the... Lightning Panthers one? Oh, man, that's going to be great to watch. I, you know, I'd love to see G move on and have a chance to play for the play for a cup. Yeah, I would. And, I, you know, Tampa's won it two years in a row. I know. I know, you know, dominant franchises are, are tend to be good for sports when you have, you know, teams that, you know, win a couple in a row that usually works well. But I don't know that it works well for the NHL for a market like that. So I would maybe see that, them get eliminated. Yeah, um, I think that the Panthers will win that series. You get a little value on a big, big underdog, the Blues and the Avalanche. I kind of like kind of like the Blues here a little bit. Do you? Yeah. I do. Wow, that would be a big upset, wouldn't it? Yeah, they're. I mean, they're. Whew. The Chiefs got that team running, and he's done a really good job with that team. Mm-hmm. So, Garubi, you're talking about? Yeah, for those that don't know the Chiefs. Yeah, good coach, real good coach. Yeah. Um, and then the Rangers, Canes. I'm kind of leaning Rangers here. I know the favorites, the Canes and the, wow. and the Flames. That old Alberta, I'll take Calgary there since I picked them to go to the Cup. So we'll see. So you think the the Rangers are now? You know after they were looking so awful in the middle of that Pittsburgh series, have caught some fire and now can, uh, can light it up. Yeah. I thought the Canes struggled a little bit too much with Boston. Yeah. I'm surprised that went uh, seven. Yeah. And I mean, they only won the game seven, three to two. Right. So I don't know. I, I'm kind of leaning in the Rangers direction in this one. Mm. Did you see that video of Kreider and Zabanajad on the bench and Zabanajad's got the iPad looking at it. No, Kreider grabs the iPad and turns around and smashes it. No way. Yeah. I got to look that up. You don't need the stupid iPad. (laughs) You have got 
to get rid of that iPad on the bench. <laughs> got to get faster. <laughs> Remember when I said that to uh, the Tunis? He might have been the slowest Googler on the face of the earth. Yeah. Like, I need answers and I need them now. Yeah. He's there, like, <laughs> trying to figure out what to type in, figuring out how to spell it. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> I think it was that. the machine, is the band I was That's thinking the one. of for Pink Floyd tributes. Yes. Yeah. And I saw them before. I saw them at Crowbar in State College, I believe it was. Oh, wow. And I remember they played Saucer Full of Secrets. Oh, that's an old one. Yeah, real Sid Barrett. Yeah. You know, era Pink Floyd stuff Jeez. there. Real good. Did you ever hear the soundtrack that David Gilmore did and Pink Floyd did to the movie More? Um, I don't remember the movie, but I do. I think I know there's a couple of good songs on that soundtrack, though. Yeah, Green is the Color is a real mm. good acoustic song that David Gilmore does on yeah. the soundtrack to the movie More. So. Um, so yeah, get on the Bet Parks app if you want to bet, uh, you know, bet any of the series in the NBA and the NHL, any of the individual games. You got Harry's pick for the PGA. Tons going on. Get the Bet Parks app. The all new app is fantastic. It's easy to use, easy to bet, easy to sign up, faster to win than ever before. And right now, all Bet Parks users, new and existing, can use the promo code Jason750 and they'll get a risk-free bet up to seven hundred and fifty dollars. Terms and conditions do apply. Again, Jason750. Terms and conditions apply. So download the New Bet Parks app today. Get in on the action. Must be 21 and present in Pennsylvania or New Jersey. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, we'll be back next week. Episode 25 coming up. That's incredible, man. It's just flying by. I'm telling you. This is a lot of fun. I love doing this. Absolutely. Maybe we'll do a little What Would Harry Do for next week's episode as well. Oh, jeez. You cannot get over that. Ah, jeez. I'll tell you. All right. Uh, Everybody, thanks for listening. Leave us a rating and review. That'll help other people find this podcast. And we'll talk to you next week on episode 25 of Pet Parks Presents the Ah, Odd Cheese Podcast.